0: Importance of doctrine and um, you know Bible there's an acronym for Bible basic instructions before leaving earth and you know the Bible is the word of God it's inspired word of God it's God breathed we've come to believe that it's the truth um, of the word of God and when, when you let's go to 2 Timothy 316 and read 2 Timothy 3.16-17. through 17. And then we'll get started on this. And the message this morning that we, we saw of um, Richard had, I was thinking, man, I think he used probably 50-60% of the verses that I had prepared for today. So this is this is just going to be, this is going to sound like an echo, a distant echo from what Pastor Rick uh, taught Second Timothy three sixteen. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished in all good works. And that that word perfect means mature. And you know, the Word of God, when God breathed His Word, He knows exactly what it takes for us to be built up, to grow in the inner man. He designed us. He created us. He formed us. And, and we're going to see today that the importance of Bible doctrine is that we understand how it was laid out by God via Apostle Paul. It was, the message was given to Apostle Paul from the risen Christ Jesus. And when we recognize the importance of the word, how it was laid out for us, we know that it's not just mere words on a page that it was designed by god that when we read that word it's building something inside of us in our inner man we don't we can't hear any construction you know in the, in the old testament when they built the temple they prepared all the stone off site so when it was being built it was all being slid in place there was not one sound you could hear and when that inner man is being built, you don't walk by someone going down the streets or you walk around in church and you hear a hammering on that person. Boy, they're really doing some heavy-duty construction or, or demolition on that building, you know, the, that inner person. No, it's, it's all with a quietness. And that's the power of the Word of God. Um, and I know at, at times... We want to get ourselves so involved in something that we want to help God along, when really we need to get out of the way, you know. God had a design, it was God-breathed, God-inspired, formed by God, and now we need to just rest. One of the announcements was, um, read three chapters a day, um, also I forgot to mention, but So before we get started, I want to have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this morning. Father, I thank you for the saints that are here and those online. I pray, Father, as the word comes forth, your word, your God-breathed word, your sound word, your wholesome word, that it would just produce fruit in us. Father, it's not about me. It's all about you. It's your design, Father. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the the richness in Christ Jesus. We thank you for totally loving us, totally accepting us, totally forgiving us by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we ask now, Father, that your word just go forth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Inspiration. god breathed. The communication of the divine will to the understanding by suggestions or impressions on the mind. When the Word of God goes forth, and we read the Word of God, and we believe it to be the Word of God, it's implanted on the inner man, and then it reflects to the mind. And when it reflects to the mind, as we go through the details of life, we have that Word that's guiding us, that's leading us. If we have a bad day or a bad week, this, this past week, um, I've been on a project, that some of you may know that I'm a handyman, and... Um, and I was on a project I was doing for a lady out in California. She has a rental here. And I usually don't do this large of a project. But she lost her husband. And I told her I'd help her out. So it was all about painting and putting tearing out the carpet and putting in laminate vinyl, which I'd never done before. I'd done vinyl. Laminate vinyl is a complete different animal. Um, but long story short, I got done with it, finally, after three weeks. And there was a lot of other things that were added. Um, But I was just exhausted. And I had only a couple more jobs to do, and then I was going to take off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which I did. But Tuesday, there was a house that I went to. And I'd go to this house at 4 o'clock in the morning when I was doing the other job. And then I'd get to the other job at 9 o'clock, because it was an HOA, and I couldn't start until 9 o'clock to make any noise. So I'd go there. I'd work four or five hours, and then get to the other unit. and work on it till six o'clock. So some long days, my body finally started breaking down, I realized that I'm not 20 anymore. My wife keeps telling me all the time, Keith, you're not 20 anymore. I told her, I says, Yeah, I know, I'm 65. And I feel like I'm 75 at the end of the this three week journey. But long story short, I went to this house that they're preparing for to be rented. And when I was doing the measurements on the countertop and stuff, there was cockroach sticky pads all over the counter so, and, and they were on there and I, I was just oh this is disgusting and i didn't see the one on the floor and i put my tennis shoe right in the middle of it and i don't know if you ever tried pulling one of those things off your foot but i'll tell you what you've got to use every bit of your strength as you can to get it. well i tore it in half and then i got the other half off so i'm hobbling out to my van and as i'm going across the wood floor it's I get out to the van. I, I get my shoe off. Now, you know, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what the neighbors, that they were up. I was trying to be very quiet, wouldn't make any noise. But I got the wire brush off, and I got all the stuff off, and then I went back in, and I told my property manager, this house needs to be roach-bombed. So they roach-bombed it, I guess, on a Monday. And I went there Tuesday and um, at 4 o'clock in the morning. And there was a hanger laying on the outside of the door, but it was upside down. So I didn't think anything about it. And I was in the house like four and a half, five hours, and I started just getting overwhelmed. And I just seemed disoriented and, and stuff. So I started cleaning up and said, you know, I'll come up back and finish a couple items that were new items I wouldn't plan on doing. And so when I grabbed that piece of cardboard, hang- door hanger, and I flipped it over, it says do not enter until 1pm. You know, because it had pesticides been bombed you know well the day before was 1 p.m but see there was no circulation in his house so I'm literally roach you know bomb myself you know and I'd rub my eyes and my eyes were burning and I'm thinking I got I got to my property manager's office and I think man why are my eyes burning I rinsed them out like three or four times I drive home and I am just I, I walk in the door and I tell my wife Man, I think I'm coming down with the flu or something. I said, I feel horrible. You know, I, I had a chill, I had aches, I was just fatigued. So she gave me some soup, put me to bed. The next day I woke up and I felt a lot better. And then I got thinking, you know, no ventilation. I bet I was being poisoned. Well, that's what it was. Um, and never again will that happen. Because I will flip the door hanger over when I see a door hanger upside down and realize, you know what? Um, but what an experience that was. But I, but I say all that is in the midst of that, you get frustrated. You have good days and bad days. But where's your mind at in the midst of all of it? And there's days where I blow it. You can ask my wife. Well, don't ask my wife. But, but there are days where I drastically fail. I get overwhelmed, I get frustrated, and then the Lord brings me back when I reflect on the verses and I realize, you know what, it's not about me, it's about Him and to let Him do His work in me. Um, When we we approach the Bible, we need to approach it rightly divided. Let's go to 2 Timothy 2.15, because there was a time where I wasn't right division. I just took the whole Bible as the Word of God, and it all applied to me. And then I came across contradictions in the Bible, and I couldn't make sense out of them. I'm thinking, why is there a contradiction? Paul's saying this. Peter's saying this. Jesus is saying this. Paul's saying this. I talked to a number of pastors about why is there a contradiction? And they give you some story that when they got done, it didn't make any more sense than when they started. Um but 2 Timothy 2.15 Study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Rightly divided in the word of truth. Rightly divided in the word of truth. Recognize and Israel's got a program and the body of Christ has a program. Our apostle is Apostle Paul. Our apostle is not Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That part. It's from Romans to Philemon. That's our mail. If we get to read in other mail, we're going to get confused. Now all the Bible's for us. It's just not all to us or about us. And when we come to understand that, then we can approach the Word of God and we can approach it in such a way of faith that we know that every single word in here is true. See, before when it said where two or three are gathered in my name, you ask any one thing on earth as it is in heaven, it should be granted on earth as it is in heaven. And then you'd pray and the person would die or the person, you lose a job or something, and it would always think, well, you talk to people and people say, well, you got sin in your life, you don't have enough faith, it wasn't God's will. But see, that isn't what the Word says. It says that two or three are gathered in my name and ask any one thing. Well, that's for Israel. It's not for me. It's not my mail. So when we approach the Word of God, we need to approach it rightly divided. Let's go to Hebrews 4.12. Hebrews 4.12. And Rick spoke on this verse this morning. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The reason being is because that's the word of God. God wrote that word. That's God's design. That's the power in God's word. It's not just mere words on a page. There's power in every one of the and every single one of those verses, the word placement is the design of God. That's why it's so important to have a King James Bible. You get another translation of a Bible, and they omit words, they add words, and you've got a translation that is not accurate. It's not after God's design. Romans 1.16 I think we all know this verse, the power of the gospel. Romans 1 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The power of God unto salvation to take a person that's in Adam and to place them into Christ the minute they believe. What Christ, the penalty that Christ paid on the cross for their sins and then he died and rose again on the third day to take you out of Adam and put you into Christ and now you're a new creature that's the power of God that's the design of God and when you think about that man I just get chills just thinking about his design and his plan and his form of the word of God that when we just read His Word and we believe it, that transpires in our life. First Corinthians two 1 Corinthians two fourteen. You know, Rick was taught has been teaching. I think last Sunday was um, the ninth study on the strategies of. Um, satan um, satan's strategies and you know the week before he had mentioned about how satan and i always thought that satan was all-knowing and and everything else but rick brought up a point concerning his limitation one he's a fallen angel you know he's no more no longer in the light um, as he was created in and this first corinthians um Chapter 214, it says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. And, I, and when Rick mentioned that, I'm thinking, wow, I never looked at that before like that, you know, how Satan is limited. And sometimes we give him too much credit that he's all-known and everything else, but he isn't. He can only be at one place at one time. But the Word of God, to understand it, You have to be spiritually alive because it's a spiritual understanding. It's breathed. It's It's spiritually breathed. It's God breathed. It's inspired. It's alive. It's powerful. So when the natural man comes, he's reading it, and he might be reading it like a romance novel or he might be reading it as a fiction. But that's not the Word of God. When you're reading the Word of God and you believe those words to be the true word of god there's a building taking place there's a building taking place on the inner man and you have no idea the building that's going on amen to that there's a form of doctrine let's go to romans 6:17 romans 6:17 Romans 6.17 But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. With doctrine, there's a form to it. Just as I mentioned earlier, there's a design. But every single word and the placement of every single word in every single verse in every chapter is there by divine guidance. God breathes. Down to the smallest word. Down to the two-letter word. You know, Satan told, Eve says, you'll not surely die, N-O-T. Just perverted it with that little short word. Obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine. A form to mold or fashion into a particular shape or state. Manner of arranging particulars. God's design was a form of doctrine, arranged specifically by the design of God. Second Timothy 1. 13 Second Timothy 11:3. Second Timothy 11:3. Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. Again we see the form of sound words. You know, you hear people say, "Yeah, I had a sound sleep." You know. That building is very sound if it was a concrete building or something. Man, that building's really sound I'm talking about it's fixed. You know. The form of sound words, the design of God and his placement of the words in this Bible. God breathed, God inspired a form of sound Words. Second Timothy three ten through eleven. Second Timothy three. Ten through eleven. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Now here we see where Paul says, Out of, the, out of them all the Lord delivered me. Let's go to um, 2 Corinthians 11.26. Now this is 2 Timothy. This is after what takes place in, in 2 Corinthians 11.26. 2 Corinthians 11.26. Let's go to verse 24. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. See, the Jews were so legalistic, they didn't want to violate the law. So when you, you were sentenced to forty lashes, they'd give you thirty-nine just in case they miscounted. So three, five times received I forty stripes. Five times Paul was whipped with a cat of nine tails. Thrice was I beaten with rods. I've never been beaten with rods, and I've never been hit with a cat of nine tails. And I'll tell you, if I was, I think I'd be going the other way. Once was I stoned, thrice, three times, I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I've been in the deep. In journeys often in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren. In weariness and painfulness and watchings often, in hunger and thirst, and fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Besides those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Yet the verse that we read in Second Timothy three ten and eleven, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. It sounds like the Lord per- delivered me, like He took He took Him out of those things. No, He went through every bit of it. But when he was looking back, the Lord delivered him out of all of it because he came through it. The grace of God had sustained him. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 12. We touched earlier on this verse um, in Rick's message. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 8. And we talked about the. As, as Rick said, he talked about the thorn. It says in verse 7, Unless I should be exalted above measure, through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that in might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. In the midst of Paul's infirmities, in the midst of Paul's trials, that's when he was strong. Verse 10, therefore I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. And that's how we need to recognize it also. When we're weak and we're saying, Lord, I'm at the end of myself, that's when you're really strong, when you recognize the grace of God. As His grace will sustain you. We see that in Paul's life. 2 Timothy 1.7 2 Timothy 1.7 For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's what His Word does to us. Power, not the spirit of fear, but of power and a love and of a sound mind. In Titus 2.7, Titus 2.7, In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, Sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. First Timothy four thirteen. First Timothy four thirteen. Titus, Titus 2.7, 2-7. Titus 2.7, in all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity. Doctrine exposes, let's go to Acts 20, 29-32. Doctrine will expose the enemy. Acts 20, verse 29. Let's start at 28. And this is Apostle Paul talking here. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and all the flock over the over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own cells shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up, and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified you know it's amazing that Paul knew the grievous wolves were going to come in he had tears for three years day and night no one saw the writing on the wall and he's sharing this with the apostles in verse 32 he says now brethren I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up he leaves them with an encouraging word which is able to build you up I find it interesting that some of the the terms in those few verses is, men arise, your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things. Therefore watch, remember, the word of His grace able to build you up. That builds you up. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 3. See, that what the Word does, what doctrine does, sustains us. In 1 Corinthians 3, 9-10, For we are labors together with God, ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. See, there's a building going on. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereupon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. See, are we building rightly divided? Because if we're not rightly dividing, we're building Israel's program on our program. And you can listen to TV religion and you'll see they might say a few verses that are accurate. But the rest of the message is all about you. You are the focal point. It's all taken off of the finished work of what Christ accomplished on the cross. We are complete in Christ. We can't add anything and we can't take anything away. What He accomplished on the cross. When He said it is finished, it is finished. And to rest in that. Ephesians 3.16 Ephesians 3.16 That He would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man the building that's taken place in the inner man strengthened with might by his spirit not about us by his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all Saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which paths this knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Wow. All the fullness of God. Might be filled with all the fullness of God. 1 Timothy 4.6 1 Timothy 4, six. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. Philippians 1 6. This is one of one of my favorite verses early on in the belief when I come to know right division and well even prior to right division, but Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. You know, again, it's not about us. It's all about him. And when we recognize it's all about him, we can have that rest and that confidence. So we're nourished up in the words of faith and good doctrine. When one is nourished up in the words and faith and good doctrine, then we're able to discern when error comes along. Ephesians 4.14. If we know the word rightly divided, when error comes along, that inner man is going to send that verse to, to the mind and say, whoa, that, that, something's not right there. Ephesians 4:14 4, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sleight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they light and wait to deceive. You know it's amazing this morning I had the TV on when I was preparing a message and there's this one gentleman on there and and he's you know it's all about what you give to me and and, and it's going to come back to you and and stuff and you know, one, one guy told me one time, he, said, he called the person up and says, well, why don't you give me a million, you'll get ten million back, you know, or a hundredfold, you know. See, it doesn't work that way. Again, it's it's about the cunning craftiness. But there's people out there that actually believe that, and they give. And they're expecting to receive. Now, I don't know how many times they give before they realize, you know what, I've been burned ten times, I'm done. You know, and they change the channel. But it's amazing how people can be deceived. Um... In this day and age and how the body of christ is being attacked you know I, i've been in attending here we when i was when we was a, on um baseline in 2007 and over that span i'm amazed at how many people in the congregation where someone would come into a belief system that was totally contrary to the word of god and a way they would go to the races and I, i'd be talking to rick and i said How did that happen? And it it amazes me. It amazes me. Um, And it happens all the time. Tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Something comes down the pipe and they tend to bleed that over the word of God or just something about their person, their personality or whatever. They gravitate towards it and they latch onto it and they won't let it go. 2 Corinthians four 2, 2 Corinthians 4.2, we'll start at verse 1. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, not, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. But by manifestation of the truth, committing ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God, we've renounced the hidden things, not walking in craftiness, not handling the Word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, committing ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. 2 Timothy 1.3 Hold, force the sound words. 2 Timothy one thirteen. Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. First Timothy six three. First Timothy six three. If any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which is according to godliness he is proud knowing nothing but doting about questions and strifes of words whereof cometh envy, strife railings and surmising perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth supposing that gain is godliness from such withdraw thyself wholesome Utter sound words. Sound words. A form of sound words. All by the design of God. God breathed. You know there's a terminology of deception and tricky in some of these verses that I'm going to have us go to. The words such as bewitched, seducers, beguiled, removed, contrary, bondage, vainly puffed up, spoil. And that spoils the is an army term where the victor takes the spoils. If if one army conquered another army, then they would take all the spoils, all the gold, the false brethren, and, and foolish. In Romans 16:17, Romans 16:17, and you know, like what Rick's been talking about, the strategies of Satan. At, you know, we, we understand we have an enemy, but in the midst of a congregation, there are people that try to spy us out, that come in and they get into a teaching and then they'll take you off to the side and they'll try to plant that seed to try to get you to veer off. And it's happened. It's happened here in the church. It's happened when we was over in Baseline. In Romans 16, 17, it says, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. 2 Corinthians 11:3. 3. 2 Corinthians 11:3. And we've heard these verses many, many times. But I fear lest by any means, as a serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. That's one of the tools that the enemy has, because when I've shared the, the dispensation of the grace of God with people, they said, well, Keith, you're basically saying that I'm not to do anything. And I says, no, you're not. You're supposed to believe and recognize that God is doing a building on your inner man by his word, as you read his word. And they said, well, what a that, that doesn't make sense. I've got to be doing something. I said, you think you've got to be doing it?" What do you think Christ meant when he said, it is finished? He paid the sacrifice. And they said, well, I've got to ask for forgiveness of sins. And I said, well, let me ask you something. If you've got to ask God for the forgiveness of your sins, how many times has Christ got to go to the cross? Because he did that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When we were in our own state of deadness, He went to the cross for us and paid that debt in full. Now we recognize, I'm totally forgiven, totally accepted, totally loved. There is not one thing we can add to our salvation that is going to cause God to love us, accept us, or forgive us anymore. Now, on a human standard, if you cross me, I may not have the grace and the forgiveness to forgive you right then and there. And believe this, my mind will probably always have that in the back of my mind, what you did. And we can socialize. I just can't erase it. But see, God can. He says He forgives and forgets. Unbelievable. That in Christ, you know, it's like the Rick had a, a symbol of the cross, and he had sin on one side and he had a, in Christ on the other side. See that cross is that barrier. So when God looks down, He doesn't see us; He sees us in Christ, in the blood of Christ. Wow. What a salvation! What a plan! God's design and then people come to come along and they don't believe it or they question it. And you say I said how could you have created a better plan than what God did you couldn't have and he God breathes his word basic instructions before leaving earth and preserved it for us in the midst of all those years in the midst of Paul, in 2 Timothy, all those in Asia had left him. And yet, the Word of God has been preserved, and there's grace believers here today. Unbelievable! Being confident of this very thing, He which hath begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians 1.6 Wow! Wow! First Timothy 1.10 ten. First Timothy 1.10 For whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. See, when we know the truth, we can recognize sound doctrine from false doctrine to heirs. Someone quotes a verse and says, wait a minute, boy, right away you'll perk up and say, well, that, that, that there's something wrong with that verse. That isn't what the Word of God says. Why is that? Because the inner man's been built. That inner man, that part of the inner man's been built reflects to the mind. So the minute you, you hear something, the mind is telling you, hey, Colossians 2.4. That's why it's so important of the Word of God. Colossians 2, 4. And this I say, lest amen should beguile you with enticing words. See, the enticing words, beguile you, trickery, witchery, is not going to come up and just lay something out. A, a, a guy that's a, a sales con or something like that. He's not going to come up and Give you a sales pitch that is not enticing to you. You know, my wife and I, Debbie, we were watching a movie the other day, and this guy had gone into a lawyer, and um, he had invested his money. And the investor had said, well, it most likely won't happen that you're going to lose your money. Well, it did happen. So he was going back, and he says, well, I said it most likely wouldn't, but it did, you know. He gave him such a good sales pitch that the guy jumped into it, gave, his, gave him his money, and then he lost all of his money. The enticing words. Colossians 2.8. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Galatians 2:4, Galatians 2:4 and that because of false brethren, unawares brought in who came in privily to spy out our liberty which we have in Christ Jesus that they might bring us into bondage. See the enemy wants to bring us back into bondage. Take everything away from Christ. In Christ we are free, the Liberty. God give us the ability to do whatever we wanted to do. If you want to be a plumber, you can be a plumber. If you want to be a home builder, you can be a home builder. If you want to be an accountant, electrician, God give you that ability. The mind, the mind that we were created with, you can do whatever you want to do, but do as unto the Lord. And you recognize the mind of God, the mind of Christ. That he's given us that ability. So when, if, if, if I'm on a job and I think of something and it works out, I don't take the credit. I give the praise to the, to the Lord because he gave me that mind to think through that problem solving, you know, to get it done. My wife and I, we just bought this new house out at Signal Butte and Ray Road. And the medicine cabinet's doors had strong magnets. There was no handle, so you had to grab the corner. But man, they were strong. And so she got a little suction cap to put on, but I would even pull it off trying to get the, the door open. So I was thinking about it. And I said, You know what? I'm going to take some scotch tape and just put on the door where the magnet is, you know, where the metal is. It took three pieces. Opens and closes. And I was thinking about it. It wasn't about me, it wasn't me. It was the mind that God gave me. To think that through, but I was pretty proud of myself, thinking, "Wow, you know." And then I said, "Wait a minute! It's not—it's not me. That was God, you know." But Galatians three one through three, and this is what amazed me about Galatians when I read it: "O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you, that ye should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ had been evidently set forth." crucified among, among you this only would I learn of you receive ye the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith well they received it by the hearing of faith not by the works of the law are ye so foolish having begun in the spirit are ye now made perfect by the flesh they reverted back to thinking they were being made perfect justified by doing see the flesh wants to do something that flesh is always just waiting to jump up to get the credit, to get involved, to do something. You know, I, I know when we, my wife and I belong to other religion, religious churches, they work you to death, trying to earn them works, you know, just work you to death. The simplicity in Christ. Simplicity. Unmixed, you can't add to it. Grace, unmerited favor, undeserving. Grace, God riches at Christ's experience. You know, the, the work that Christ accomplished on the cross allows us to have that grace today, to be shed abroad. In Colossians 2.10 2, that I mentioned earlier, you're complete in Him which is the head of all principality and power. First Corinthians 1:30. First Corinthians 1:30But of him are ye in Christ Jesus who, is, who of God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. The design of God's Word, the form of God's Word, the sound. In closing, I just want us to be mindful of the Word of God is an inspired Word of God. We can stand on the Word rightly divided. The grace of God sustains us in this world. The Word of God is powerful. The Word of God is inspired, God breathed. We are God's building. We are not our own. We are complete in Christ. We have a form of doctrine. We have a form of sound words of doctrine. We have wholesome doctrine. We are nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine. And to know that we have the living word of God that is true, that is accurate. And that when we approach it, we can approach it with faith and not with doubt, not with questions. In life, we're all going to have problems, you know. If you don't have problems, there's something wrong. Because I have problems all the time. Here, what was it, a week ago, a week and a half ago, I was working on this laminate flooring. And, you know, I talked to Tim Regester because he lays flooring. And um, he told me he never gets the product from Home Depot or Lowe's. And this customer bought it from Lowe's. And, you know, it, it, it locks in, and then you have to beat it to lock the ends in. And I mean, you got to beat it. And when, I, when you're in an enclosed closet where you're getting underneath the jam, I had to pound it, you know, a foot and a half down. And when I'm pounding it back, you know, it chipped off. Well, after the third time, I realized, you know what, this stuff, this stuff isn't gonna work, you know. So I had to put a threshold there. But in the midst of putting a threshold, when I was beating the other side of the floor in, there was a chip that I overlooked and my current threshold did not cover that. So I'm t- telling my wife, I says, I can't believe this. And I got nine rows I gotta tear out for it. And I told her, I said, I'm not tearing out nine rows. You know? So I'm thinking, what am I gonna do? So I can get a wood threshold, which is a different color, but that's not what I wanna do so i went around and at florida decor i found a threshold reducer i don't know it was this thick on one end and it goes down so i told the wife I says you know i'll put my sander on it my grinder with 30 36 grit so i'm out there just putting the old pressure on it and i put too much pressure on it and never had a pad explode and this thing exploded and a chunk went in my finger felt a pain and i saw blood everywhere and So I got it wrapped up and I'm wrapping all my tools and I go to the hospital because I thought it got into my bone and they x-rayed it and it didn't get into my bone. But the next day, I went back, had a dishwasher glove on my hand, six stitches, and I just let the grinder do the work. And I got it down and I got the threshold installed, but it was a challenge. And um, long story short, I got the job done. The lady's been, is very impressed. I'll never lay laminate vinyl again from Home Depot or Lowe's. Um, and I told her, I said, you know, I, I've laid vinyl. We laid vinyl throughout the, our house in Scottsdale and, and, um, that complete different animal than laminate, especially Home Depot and Lowe's. Cause boy, the way they got that installation process is something else. But a long story short, you're going to have problems. You're going to have troubles. You know, look at Apostle Paul, all that he went through. And he said, and and at the end he said, the Lord delivered me out of all of them. It doesn't sound like the Lord delivered him out of the rod beaten and the cat of nine tails. But see, Paul's perspective is the Lord brought him through that. You know, the mind. That inner man built up with that doctrine and reflected to the mind and allowed him to go through. So in closing, let's have a word of prayer heavenly father we just thank you for today father i thank you that the word that went forth today your word father not my word your word that it finds a place in the inner man that it was received by faith and believed and that father that you'll go continue to to do the work of the saints here and those online on the inner man father we thank you being confident this very thing You which hath begun a good work in us shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And Father, we thank you for your word, your God-inspired word, your God-breathed word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.